something we need to realize about calling is that the call to follow Jesus is a call to lay down our religion and step into actual real relationship with God. This is something that's actually hard for young people to do because sometimes we have older people in our lives who've been Christians a lot longer than us and we can tend to look at their spiritual walks, the way they read their Bible, the way they pray, the way they go to church. And we can think that if we don't do things exactly the way that they do it, that our faith isn't as real. A lot of times in the faith, there can be this pressure to have your walk with Jesus look just like the people who came before you. I remember for me, I grew up watching my parents get up every morning early, make cups of tea, sit in the blue chairs in the living room and read their Bibles together. And that's to me, that's what I thought Christianity was as a young person. I thought if I'm not doing that, if I'm not getting up super early, and reading my Bible, then I'm a failure, then I'm not really a good Christian. I've been to many church services where the pastor tells everyone to get out their Bibles. And there of course are the younger people in the church who pull out their phones. And then the older people in the church pull out their nice leather onion skin, Bibles and they start turning the pages and you can hear the pages rustling and the pastor will say something like, oh man, I just love the sound of pages turning. And the implication from that is anybody using their phone, well, that's not a real Bible. <laughs> that's, that's not good enough. That's not the real thing. I just think it's hilarious because don't we realize that what makes the Bible the Bible is not the leather or the onion skin pages, but the fact that it's the word of God. In fact, back in the day, they would have had scrolls and stone tablets. So the older generation would have been looking at the next generation with their books and their leather and saying, that's not good enough. You gotta have scrolls, you gotta have stone tablets. The whole thing's just kind of silly. The reality is what matters is not what the words are written on, what matters is the word. The Bible is not less spiritual if it's on a screen. I mean, it could be hologrammed into our eyelids for all I care. What matters the most is that we get it in our hearts, in our lives, in our minds. I just wanna encourage you, your walk with the Lord doesn't have to look like mine. It doesn't have to look like your parents. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's but you do need to have a walk. You need to figure out what are your spiritual rhythms? What are the ways that you personally connect with God? I remember one time I finally figured out that for me, waking up early in the morning and reading the Bible just wasn't working. Um, I am not a morning person. And when I wake up, my eyes can barely focus enough to even look at a page and to read words and I don't drink coffee. So, um, it's pretty difficult. But what I figured out for me was if I started reading my Bible at night before I went to bed, 
then, I mean, I was so encouraged and I was connecting with the Lord and it was awesome. And I remember one time I was talking to a guy at my church, a guy in the men's ministry, and he heard about that and he was like, you got to read it in the morning, bro. Bro, if you don't get up in the morning and read the Bible, you're like a soldier who goes into battle without putting his armor on. And I was just like, but what if I put the armor on at night and I sleep in it? And then I'll wake up and I'll be twice as prepared. I didn't really say that. I wanted to, but I was a coward and I didn't say it in the moment. Anyways, what I'm not saying is that you shouldn't read your Bible and you shouldn't pray. You should. You should do those things. You should read your Bible. You should pray. You should go to church. Those are all good things. But you got to ask yourselves the question, why am I doing those things? Is it because it's part of a tradition? Is it because it's a religious thing that because I'm a Christian, this is what I'm supposed to do and therefore I'm just going to do it? Or are you doing it because you truly love Jesus? Because you want to grow? Because you want to become more like him? Because you want to walk with him? Those are the reasons we should be doing it. And I've talked about in so many other podcasts on this network, but none of those things can save you. None of those things change how God feels about you. It's not something that we should be doing out of any religious guilt. It's something we should be doing purely because we love Jesus and we want to know him better. It's the same reason I hang out with my wife. It's not because it's like, oh man, I'm a husband. Therefore, my duty is to spend time with Brooklyn. No, I love her. I straight up want to spend time with her. <laughs> I want to hang out with her. I want to have a good time with her. And so I do. I spend time with her because I'm madly in love with her. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Spend time with Jesus because you love him. And if spending time with Jesus doesn't sound that much fun to you, search your heart and ask, just ask the question, why? Why is it that the thought of spending time with Jesus doesn't sound fun? Because maybe your heart is in the wrong place. Maybe you see God as a rule keeper in the sky. Maybe you see him as a cosmic killjoy who's just out to ruin your fun. Maybe you see him as an authority figure. We need to see him as a friend. We need to see him as the one who cares more for us than anyone else in the world. The one who would give up everything for us. And the one who has great, great things for us. He's calling you to a life of following him. And that life is honestly full of so much joy and fun and goodness. Ugh man. Here's what I would encourage you guys as I close out. I would just say, find a way to connect with Jesus that works for you. I'll just be open and honest about my own journey. So growing up, I tried to do the read your Bible every day thing. And I always felt bad. I always felt like a second rate Christian because it was hard. You know, some weeks I would read it twice. Some weeks I'd read it four times. Some weeks I'd read it once. And I always just was like, oh man, I'm the worst. I can't, I can't do it. Maybe you feel like that too. Well, if you wrongly think that reading your Bible every day 
is what it means to be a Christian and you can't be a Christian without that, just consider for a minute that the early church, Peter, James, John, the rest of the disciples, didn't even have a Bible. The New Testament wasn't written yet. They were following Jesus without the New Testament. Imagine that. Now again, it is good that we have the New Testament. It's fantastic. We should read it. But what I'm saying is the key element of discipleship is friendship to Jesus. It's not making sure that you completed a Bible reading in a year challenge. Again, nothing wrong with that. That's great. But it's not what saves you and it's not what makes you a Christian. So my encouragement to you is discover how to connect with Jesus. For me, I love reading my Bible, but something that's been great for me lately is I'll go for a walk around my neighborhood and I'll listen to an audio Bible. I just find an app that does audio Bible stuff and I'll play it and listen to it as I take a walk and then I'll hit pause and I'll pray and then I'll turn it back on and it's great. And beyond that, I like to talk to Jesus and I like to ask him, God, what do you want me to do? God, how can I serve you? How can I follow you today? And when I ask these things, he actually does show me. He speaks to me through his spirit and he wants to do that for you. Jesus wants you to have a relationship with him that's so much bigger than the small boxes we put him in, where it's, this is my Bible reading box, this is my prayer box, this is my church box. Jesus is actually inviting us into a lifelong friendship where every day he has new things to show us, new experiences to bring us into, new people to love, new ways to serve, and new ways to experience God's goodness and his favor. Guys, the world of following Jesus is bigger than you could possibly imagine. I just want to encourage you, get into that world. If you've been resisting because you're afraid of not being able to live up to some standard of what you think the perfect Christian is, throw the standard out the window. When Jesus called his disciples, he didn't say, come be perfect and follow me. He said, follow me and watch how I perfect you every day. So follow him. Watch what he does. Love you guys. And until next time, we'll talk soon.